Hi everyone and welcome back to the Home Barista Podcast for home baristas with me, your host Sean, aka the Drumming Barista. Hi everyone and thank you for tuning in once again to the Home Barista Podcast for Home Baristas and here we are in episode 4 and the second instalment of Coffee With Me and My Barista Friends. In this series I'll be sitting down with a fellow barista or coffee friend and getting to know them more over a cup of delicious coffee. In today's episode, I'm so excited to be introducing you to my friend Ant, aka The Magic Roast, who is a coffee blogger, a well-respected advocate of the New Zealand coffee scene, confessed coffee nerd, and all-round bloody legend. For those of you who aren't familiar with Ant and The Magic Roast, this is a perfect episode for you, as me and Ant sit down and talk about everything coffee, coffee brewers and equipment, our favourite coffee roasters here in New Zealand and around the world, speciality instant coffee, competing at competitions, writing for coffee blogs and so much more. Ant is also a home barista and he resides in the current coffee capital of Wellington, New Zealand. So guys, make sure you have a beautiful cup of coffee in hand, sit back and enjoy. Alrighty. Hey, bro. Killed How it. are you, man? How's it going? I am, I am living my life to its fullest. Oh, you know, I'm I like that. Rocking hard. Yeah, cool. What about yourself? I'm good, bro. Yeah, I'm pretty good, eh? Um, the same as you, living life to the fullest, trying to keep myself uh, safe, of course, from all this COVID stuff that's going on. Um, but yeah, man, loving life. Can't complain down here in beautiful, beautiful Christchurch. It's a nice warm day today as well, actually. Pretty hot out there sun shining so we're just hanging on hanging on to summer hanging on to summer <laughs> it's um it's a bit of a shame um black caps are playing down oh, in yep. your beautiful city yeah, this week and and the one opportunity yeah. where there was some rain in the afternoon to save us the test <laughs> it didn't come through so i'm oh, disappointed really? that the weather isn't a bit more pants yeah <laughs> yeah i did actually see that they were playing because i drove um i drove through town yesterday evening i think it was um yeah and i saw that there was lots of fans and stuff that are out and about and there was lots going on around the park and stuff so yeah it's always a pretty good vibe when there's when there's a couple of sporting events and stuff going on so yeah so good man all righty bro well hey let's just jump straight into it because we're here we're ready we're keen um so yeah man for the listeners and the people that are tuning in, thank you for tuning in. Welcome to this episode with my bro Ant, aka the Magic Roast. Yo yeah, yo. Yeah. Um, so what I wanted to do on this episode, guys, is just introduce you to him um, and let you know what he's all about. Get Ant to talk about himself, the Magic Roast, um, and what it is that he's doing. So kick us off, bro. Tell us about yourself um, from a personal level, and we'll get to some of the coffee stuff later because I know we'll talk about that quite a bit. <laughs> well before i jump into that i'm a little bit parched so nice. oh that oh. that is some flight coffee sparkling cold oh brew. come yeah. on now come on now oh, picking it. oh listen to those sound effects guys i might have to sample that that was nice bro <laughs> oh that's a that's a good drink wow what that's an introduction drink. 
What an introduction. I love that. <laughs> Loving it. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me here today. Anytime, um, bro. You're welcome. I'm honored. I'm honored to be here, mm. actually. I'm honored to be a part of your project. Been following you for a, for a while now. Yeah, checking you out. Yeah, you've man. been giving me inspiration. Love you've it. Been, you've been uh, feeding me ideas. Oh yeah, and coffee. So, yeah, true. I feed you. Yeah. I feel like I feed you quite a decent amount of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> you feed me coffee. You feed me toys. Yeah. You feed me ways to empty out my uh, bank account too. <laughs> non-stop. Eh? Yeah. Non-stop. Non-stop. Literally. Loving it. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that at times. I mean, the the coffee world's a bit of a. Uh, a, l- a little rabbit hole to fall down. Yeah, it is. Eh? Yeah, it really is. But yeah. like, I wouldn't say little, quite a big rabbit hole to fall down. <laughs> a massive, a massive <laughs> rabbit hole. That is true. Yeah. As, as I'm, I continue to learn. Yeah. Uh, I think every week there's a, a little, a little corner mm. of the uh, rabbit hole, which I haven't discovered, mm. which I'll go down. Yeah. The sparkling cold brew is one of those particular it is, eh? corners. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Loving it. Loving it. I completely forgot your question. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good, bro. Yeah, no, just it's, um, it's that it's that cold, it's that cold, it's that cold brew it is. hitting, hitting. It is the yeah. cold brew hitting all the right spots. Now, bro, just wanted you to tell us about yourself, man, just on like a personal level. Uh, yeah, give us a little insight to you. Oh, kia ora, mm. kia ora. Yeah, well, I'm a Wellington boy. Yeah. Uh, by adoption, Hawks Bay, born and bred. Nice. Um, ripping Hamoana coffee. Yeah, come on now. Get out to uh, get out to see Matt on the coast if you need a brew. Yeah. It's a good place. Nice. But yeah, lived in Wellington since uh, 2004, came down for uni, mm. studied a bit, played a bit, partied a bit, explored the, the this wonderful, amazing city, and, uh, and and still live here, still work here, work um, doing communications and media, cool. PR sort of stuff, nice. uh, which is an industry that's fueled by coffee. Yeah, big time. And good vibes. <laughs> amazing you like yeah it's amazing the connections mm. that you can make over a cup of coffee mm. at a at a local cafe and the the things that you can pick up reading notebooks upside down <laughs> when you think now the person doesn't think you're having a read and you're just having a quick gander as a bit of a skill and it's like oh you're, you're thinking that yeah yeah cool, yeah cool cool, cool. yeah I'll just park that one away <laughs> but yeah it's um and and been blogging since like for probably 10 years yeah now 10 man, years that 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 dates me. The Magic Roast, I think, came around yeah. uh, in 2013 or something like yeah. that. So maybe nearly 10 years. Yeah. Wow. In, in various in various formats. Yeah, okay. Wow, 10 just years, loving, bro. That's just crazy. That's a long time. It, 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 <laughs> I didn't think it was that long. Yeah, it does. It feels a lot shorter than it is because... And I'm sure I'm sure you'll experience, and and some other people out there listening will experience blogging's a bit of a, it's a bit of a weird one. Yeah, you know, I, I fall in and out of love. Yeah, with with this stuff. Yeah, and when I first launched the the blog, it was all about trying to. I was new to coffee, yeah. and I'd, I'd just been introduced to coffee. Yeah. I was pretty late coming to coffee, so I was like like mid twenties, right? Wow, and true. I, and I go go away. Go away for um, my honeymoon. Went to yeah. America. Oh, nice! Come on now. I was, I was jet lagged. Yeah. I was tired. Yeah. I had two hours sleep. We're in New York City, and a mate said to me, "Like we gotta, we gotta enjoy this place, and we need some energy." Yeah. Let me buy you a cup of coffee. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not a coffee man. No, I don't want this. It's like, no, no, no. So we went to Trump Tower. I remember this. Oh yeah, okay. To Trump Tower. Okay. And went to Starbucks. Oh wow. 
Starbucks. This giant frappuccino thing with cream and sugar and <laughs> four shots of coffee yeah, yeah. and first sip of that that got me on my way and that oh, from there came back to New Zealand after that holiday yeah. I was straight into short blacks and mojo yeah man and uh, the addiction was born and then the blog was born yeah. and man ever since uh, yeah yeah coffee time but it's pretty crazy though way eh? how and I'm and Throughout the years of me doing my page and the couple of months that I've been doing my blog and stuff too, you've seen it. I've touched on this quite a few times, but it's crazy how whoever you talk to, their coffee journey has started with some sort of like Starbucks or like a big or like a big kind of coffee chain. So like in so back in the UK, of course, you've got lots of different chains. So you've got Starbucks, you've got one that's called Costa, you've got one that's called Cafe Nero, I believe it is. Um, and all these other different ones, but it's just like everybody that I have spoken to over the years, ever since coming over here, as at some point in that journey, it has started off from the fact that they've gone to Starbucks and they've had the famous frappuccino with the cream and the extra drizzle sauce on top of it. You know, it's just like that's that's kind of where it started. And I suppose at the end of the day, it sounds it's so annoying to say this, but we need to kind of give it to them. You know, you yep. need to give it to Starbucks because at the end of the day, you know, they've paved the way for so many people. So, it, yeah, I, I, I think those sorts of chains uh, get some uh, some real bad press from quote unquote coffee drinkers. <laughs> and, you know, this is part of the snobbery of coffee, yeah, completely. which is sort of a little bit behind the, the blog, you know, just trying to cut through the snobbery. Yeah, but totally. it's... If it tastes good, who cares yeah. where it's from and what's in it? And if Starbucks is your entry, if it's a gateway drug into the world, massive world of specialty coffee yeah. and beyond, then embrace it. Yeah, totally. But once you get to that world, mm. oh man, it's hard to go back to. Yeah. Once you get to single origins and uh, truly what coffee can be, going back to Starbucks yeah. and, and trying, um, you know. Yeah, what they have to offer is a bit of a shock to the system. Yeah, that's no it. disrespect to the people who work there. No, no disrespect. And I do well. I'd say I do. I used to know a couple of people that used to work at Starbucks. And the funny thing is, if you was to have met me, uh, Sheikers, what are we now? 2022. So if you was to have met me 2014, 2015, yeah, I bro, I was hide out. I was hide out in Starbucks, eh? like hard out on Starbucks. Everything, everything I would drink was Starbucks. I'd drink all of the Starbucks instant, um, all the Starbucks blends they'd have. I'd even buy, I'd even buy the Starbucks branded cups, mugs, mugs, yes. travel mugs, <laughs> bro. I'd even buy the Starbucks branded syrups and have them at home so I could put them into my coffee at home. <laughs> Woo. Like that's, that's just going to another level. Like it really is. <laughs> it's a that's that's uh that is dedication is. and uh, i was a i was a, this close to saying bro that's insane yeah. um and then i out of the corner of my eye i can see one of the mini mugs i have with <laughs> coffee supreme <laughs> smashed all over yeah. it so you know we're we're in the same place we are now. we are for sure yeah that's it definitely hey man um talk to me about a little bit kind of moving into the sections of this but talk to me about your running running journey so you of Oof. course last year last year was it 2021 or did it start in 2020 yep. 
oh, who knows anymore? Times, <laughs> times, times a construct that doesn't make any sense anymore. Yeah. So let's say 2021, you started yep. training and you started running, started getting into all that crazy stuff because you were going to be taking part in one of the marathons that takes place over here, eh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the Taupo Ultramarathon. Yeah, that's the one. Was, was what I was aiming for. Yeah. Wow. Which was, which was a bit of a buzz. Yeah, yeah. So a bit of a sad story. I mean, ultimately. It was a canned. little bit, yeah. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I was gutted. But yeah, the, um, the running thing is an interesting one, right? Because, you know, over the years of sport and playing football yeah. and kayaking and stuff, yeah. you know, you always needed a try keep fit yeah. and, and running was always the key, but it was always the, the, uh, the, the, the means to an end, yeah. right? It's the thing you had to do to go and do the thing you enjoyed. Yeah. Nice. So I had a real, a real love hate relationship with running, mm. but for whatever reason, pandemic, work, family, just, you know, lack of being able to do other stuff meant that running became my sport. Okay. Well, became my sport. I had, I had really accessible to me. Yeah. So I sort of started going for a bit of a jog, just just around the the beautiful Hutt Valley here, along the the mighty Hutt River. Nice, the mighty Hutt and, River. Uh, <laughs> the mighty Hutt River. Started going for a bit of a jog and decided I, I needed something to motivate nice. me to to keep running. I'm, I'm really goal orientated. Yeah. If I have a thing, I will be single mindedly dedicated to achieving that thing, no matter what cool. what it, it could be. It could be silly. Could be full yeah. on. I just like if I'm into something, I, I have to commit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Committed to doing a ten k around the bays in Wellington, nice. and it would have been last last February. Yeah, and uh, did the training eight weeks of training just on on a free training program I found online, yeah. and uh, did that. Enjoyed it. Got a personal best, nice. uh, which Good I was stuff, pretty right? stoked with. Yeah, I mean, didn't set didn't set the light uh, the the world on fire, mm. but I was I was happy with. So Love. start us off with a nice easy. Easy answer to a question that if you were a coffee, what coffee would you be? I'm going to ask this to all my guests when they come on the podcast, just because it's a nice, a, it's, a, it's like a nice way to kind of transition into coffee chats. <laughs> I like that. Mm. It's such a good coffee. Um, such good coffee. It's a good <laughs> question. And the good coffee I'll Coffee's be on the mind. Is Coffee's on the mind. Always. I'm coursing through the veins <laughs> at the moment. So I'm just <laughs> having a little bit more of this cold brew. Yeah, nice. Wow, look at mm. that. Beautiful. Lovely. Lovely. But um I reckon I'd be a Kenyan. Okay. Some some you know full bodies. Yeah. A little bit fruity. Oof, come on now. Really reliable most of the time. And every now and then it'll really surprise yeah. you. <laughs> hey, look, we've already touched on it just a little bit. You the coffee blog, the magic roast. Um, I want to dive into that in this episode. Like I wanna because for me as well, like I've only been following your blog for probably the past year. Um, so I know kind of snapshots of it through the conversations we've had, through the posts that you've made, of course, um, and the ones that I've read. So yeah, I want to dive into that more. I want to understand it a little bit more myself as well. Um, and yeah, understand why you started it because of course you've already touched on um, how you got into coffee and that's where the blog kind of came, came from. But yeah, let's do like a real deep dive into the magic roast. Boom. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Set up. Yeah. I was, I was, oh, I was thinking about the, it's, it's, 
this this podcast has been a great opportunity to think about the origins cool. of it all. Yeah, nice actually. man. Nice. And it's and and I reflect reflect back to like the, the original uh, Magic Rose, which is sadly dead. Yeah. Um, after after the uh, server I was paying paying for it to all be kind of held on disappeared. Oh, and, really? Okay. So I've lost a lot of excellent content, but oh, no. It was sort of back, back when I kind of was getting into coffee. Mm. That third wave, yeah. Of coffee was just exploding, yeah. and Wellington was was full of it. But it was being coincided with like the hipster vibe yeah. in Wellington. Yeah, okay. People who will remember Wellington back, you know, twelve years ago, yeah. or know how hipster it was. Yeah. You know, had Mighty Mighty <laughs> down a uh, Cuba Street. Yeah. You know, had top buttons done up, flannel shirts. It was that kind of post punk, post emo sort of phase. Yeah, nice. But everyone's a little bit snobby and wellington's vibe was a little bit like that so the the blog was sort of a way to to share my love of this new hobby but try and make it accessible because i mean despite like wellington's coffee scene is awesome and full of amazing people Mm, very true but at the beginning it was it was intimidating walking into somewhere like uh, the hangar yeah or memphis bell or uh or lamison's yeah and being like, what is that thing you were brewing? I want some of I that. I want some of it was, that. It was yeah. scary. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So um, going back to the Magic Roast quick, I just got another question for you. So what would you say What would you say was the main reason why you started it? You've touched on it just a little bit, but let's touch on it a bit more. Like what, what was the main reason for that? Was it because, um, as you said, Wellington was at a point where there was lots of people that were trying out different things or like the vibe of coffee was becoming a bigger thing so did you want to try and make it as you said accessible but was there a side of that wellington scene at that point that you were like oh there's something i can kind of crack into or like i can kind of i see the spot that i'm able to step into yeah it, it, it really was in that accessible yeah sort of space you know cool. i it's like I was discovering something that no one else had discovered. Yeah. Like I had a, this cool new thing and I wanted to tell everybody about cool. it. And when I, when I first started trying to, to get people to come with me to like the hangar yeah. or Memphis Bell, yeah. um, and people just wouldn't. They'd be like, oh, no, I don't want to co- go to that place. It's it's too snobby for yeah. us. You know, we don't have the button down top. <laughs> I want to get into it. Uh, well, that's fair. Um, but, how, you know, I, I wanted to find a way that I could crack it and, and just bring people into yeah. it to take down the barriers, cool. uh, try and demystify cool. the, this, the craziness of the language of coffee yeah. Yeah. and, and, and share the hints and tips that I was picking mm. up on the internet. Cause it, they, they sort of weren't heaps. Nah, it's true. Know, it, it's real easy to forget that this computer that we have in our pockets mm-hmm. every single day, yeah. which has, the entire knowledge of the world mm-hmm. right here. I mean, <laughs> so even, true, though. even it's so even 10 years ago, yeah. it was hard. Yeah, right. It was, I it mean, was. and everything, you know, Instagram was there and YouTube was mm. there, but it was a lot harder. Mm. Um, and I just wanted to kind of collate resources, find things, share, share my knowledge, cool. demystify, make it, make it easy for people. Yeah, cool. And, and kind of really, it forced me to try new things yeah, too. Epic. I wanted to keep writing things, so I was mm. like, "Well, you know, I've, I've I've got this cool mocha pot. What's next? Oh, I might I might buy a Chemex. I had no I had no reason to walk into uh, 
Supreme down Woodward Street and be like, <laughs> I want a Chemex. Yeah. I don't know what that means, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I'm walking out of here with one. <laughs> and then go try it and play with it and be like, oh, man, this is, this is awesome. Yeah, 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 totally. And then, then write about it and, and try to get people yeah. into it that way. Yeah, cool. And the other, the other thing was, oh, man, I hate it. And this is still a hill I'm prepared to die on. Yeah. I hate Nespresso. <laughs> I hate Nespresso so much. Yes, and and those and those were everywhere. Yeah. It was everywhere. George freaking Clooney. Yeah, I know, right? Being like, <laughs> and 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 I hated it. And I hated him. And I was like, there's got to be more to this. And I did a little bit of research, yeah. right? And I was like, these things cost like you know, dollar dollar fifty. Yeah. A pod for some terrible tasting coffee. Literally every time, can we just say every time? Yeah, it doesn't every time. Like, I don't care if someone says to me, "Oh, this is like the top of the range one," and it comes in this special black and multicolored metallic box. I'm like, who the heck cares? It still tastes terrible. You're heating up a plastic capsule that your coffee's inside. This inside a plastic machine with hot water yeah. running through it. I'm like, think about it, people. Think about uh, and, it. And, and then what and what do you do with the pods? Where do they go? And I know things have moved on now and you yeah. can get reusable ones can, and, and but... that you know, recycling them yeah. a bit more. I I still find it hard to believe. Yeah. But and then you go the next layer yeah. deep. You're like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I bought a bag of, of Kenyan from Supreme and and they can show me a picture of their buyer next to the farmer, yeah. and that's really cool. Yeah. And you're like, Where's where's the coffee coming from there for these Nespresso? Yeah, that's up. Are they being paid fair? Mm. Are they even investing in the farms yeah. and to increase the quality of the farmer or the product? I was like, nah. So I re- one of my first blogs that kind of really took yeah. off was, was a rant about Nespresso. Nice. And I, I, I was lucky and, and it got like a couple of thousand True. Uh, nice. cool. views from like overseas. Did it? And it was all like kind of blown up and people were commenting and be like, yeah, we hate them too. <laughs> and just piling on, and it's still a hill I'm prepared to die. Although I do know, I know people are working on it. Yeah, I know they might, but it's still there are easier ways mm. to make coffee. There is very if true. Convenience is affected. Yeah. There are easier ways to make better tasting, yeah. cheaper coffee yeah. that is better for the environment, yeah. and you can follow that money all the way back to the farm. There you go, hundred percent. That's exactly it. Uh. Yeah, and I'm happy. <laughs> yes, bro. Come on now, but I'm happy that. I'm happy that you said that because yeah, that's such a big thing. Of course, that me and you are both like really, really trying to push in everything we do. And it's the same as our friend Logan at the same time. Now, granted, take a step back to what I just said. Granted, I sometimes don't on my Instagram, I sometimes don't put too much emphasis on where the coffee's come from, but it's just like, what I try to do is just kind of bring as much attention to the coffee roastery or the coffee brand that it is and then just give people the opportunity to look into them themselves but kind of sow that seed i suppose at the same time to just be like hey look when you are buying that when you are buying that bag of coffee whatever the price just try and spend a couple of extra minutes just looking into it seeing where it came from uh the name of the farmer like the cool thing is most of the time as we both know sometimes that name of the farmer is on the bag like that's actually what the coffee is called because that's just like a real good way of keeping that um transparency i suppose is just having the name of the farmer that's actually on the bag which a really good company over here that do that is rocket rocket coffee do that yes so they name all of all of the coffees that they have they name them after the farmers 
which is really cool. I love that touch. Now, I love this because I'm going to touch on a point that I wanted to touch on later on in the podcast. And I think you know what's coming. But there's something that me and you have been frothing on, like literally frothing for like the past couple of months, right? And that is this, as I've called it, the bold statement. And you're currently drinking what I'm going to be talking about. But this bold statement that I've said, the fourth wave of coffee, the speciality instant coffee market. Now, let's talk about that because you have just said beautifully in a couple of sentences um, how coffee farmers, coffee brands, roasteries around the whole world, not just over here, but around the whole world are trying out different um, different techniques, innovations, recipes, drinks, ideas, just to, just to try and make coffee more convenient for people. And I think as well, that's, I think now that the world is starting to come out of COVID a bit more, you know, there's a lot more countries around the world that have dropped all of the restrictions and other things. So people are going back to work. So they, they don't have the same amount of time they used to, to do like a V60 or an AeroPress or something that just takes longer. They want that fast convenience side. So yeah, this is where the speciality instant coffee market or just let's not even brand it as speciality. Let's brand it as just instant coffee is yeah. making a comeback. So yeah, let's talk about it. What's your thoughts? I want to know, because I know you've been frothing on it with a couple of the guys over here. Um, so yeah, let's talk about it because it's a cool subject. I love it. And I feel like I could talk about it for hours. Mm. I, I think I might be the same. Yeah. I think in, uh, specialty instant mm. is the thing. This is a bold statement. Yeah. Is the thing that's going to keep specialty coffee alive. I reckon, eh? Bro, that is so I mean, true. The, yeah, it, I love it, that. It, specialty coffee, right? Mm. For, for, for I guess for the, those who, Bro, who, who so don't good. know, it's probably, oh. what, 10%? Yeah. Maybe 20% of the entire coffee market. It's small, yeah, right? It's really it is small. small. And, it's, and, it, and, and the people drinking it at home, the market worldwide mm. is, is small. But it's excellent, it right? And you get people like us who are just so passionate yeah. about trying yummy yeah. things. but taking that step, whether it is time, whether it's money, whether it's just being intimidated mm. by the whole brewing process. Mm. I mean, it's hard for some people mm-hmm. and they will just stick to instant. And this, I think they've, they've really cracked something awesome on, on taking instant and improving yeah. their taste. And it's not just specialty. No, it's and not. I think it. this is the thing to, to, to get by. Right. So in New Zealand, we've got some great specialty coffee brands really improving. It. Yeah. But there's actually that commodity tier. There is some good instant out there. Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. At that supermarket, you pick up whatever, like like a Jed's. Yeah. Or you know, in that. Bro, yeah. I have to say, instant. That stuff's good, man. That stuff's tasty. Yeah, it is. A. Eh? You know, it is. And 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 that's and that's the thing, and that's part of the problem that specialty has to get over. Yeah. Yeah. Is that actually coffee is coffee, and if you're drinking coffee, then it doesn't really matter what it yeah. is, but kind of the door opening to the specialty instant i think it's going to be this thing yeah. that will will help the the sustainability yeah. of specialty coffee yeah. and the farmers who brew that coffee because it is amazing it i is. mean the ones i've tried recently and to, you know supreme have been playing in this place for a couple of years they have a and they have a because I, they were the first one i believe over here to do it over here in new zealand they were the first yeah. one 
Mm. I, I went I went to I went to some market testing. Did you? I went to some market testing. <laughs> and it was pretty cool. So it was you know one one Thursday night yeah. in um kind of December or something. Yeah. Um oh, it must have been five years ago, something like mm. that. And they, and they were like, All right, try some coffee, let's talk about it. And, we, and they brewed had a brewer there and they try and were like, Tell us about it and all of that. We did and it was yum. Yeah. And they're like, Right, it's instant. No way. We're like Yeah, cool. What? Yeah. And we just couldn't get, and we, everyone's talking it, and big mix of people. But sort of since 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 that first, you know, taste mm. where I really thought it was going to kick off, it felt like it hasn't. There's been something yeah. that's holding it back, yeah. um, and maybe it's just the understanding of what you know, Definitely. a seven dollar box of yeah. of of coffee or a five dollar per serve yeah. coffee yeah, is. Up. But I mean, recently the last few months, eh, mm. it, whether it's uh, first hand. Yeah. And Hawks Bay, Hawks Bay represent. Yeah, let's go. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or, or the guys that fly. Yeah. It's it's come it's come a long way. And it has come a long way. Mm. It's 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 been you know in these crazy COVID times yeah. that we were all experiencing. Yeah. I've you know some mornings I've lost I've lost the the, the passion to stand there and spend five minutes brewing. Yeah, right. Yeah. I just want coffee. Yeah, same. I just want tasty coffee. Yeah. And I, I've smashed through the instant that I've had. Yeah. And I've had enjoyable experiences every time. And it's so damn easy. Yeah, so easy. so damn tasty. So easy. Yeah, so easy. But I want to – so I want to pick up on one point that you touched on there in terms of the price. And I think – and then going back to what you said as well within that section where you said that you feel like it hasn't quite – that it hasn't quite taken off yet. And I would say personally, or from kind of what I've looked at and what I've looked into, I'd say that's purely down to the price and also a little bit because people don't understand it. I think because people have recently, I say recently, but like maybe two or three years, it's kind of recent enough. The last two or three years, people, especially over here in New Zealand have really started to understand speciality coffee a bit more. And then the roasteries and the brands are like, oh, try out this instant coffee. And everyone's like, whoa, hold up a minute. What? Instant coffee is something that A, isn't supposed to be nice. It's supposed to be fast, not speciality, not slow, not professional. Mm. But now they've all been like, whoa, try this out because this is, this is, this is the way it's going. It's just like, I think it's freaked out so many people because they've only recently just started to get into the speciality scene. And now their expensive coffee that they're buying is doing something that is still seen as relatively bad and cheap. So yeah, yep. I would say that's, that's personally why it hasn't, hasn't maybe taken off as well as they thought. Yeah. That, that, I mean, it's a, it's a comms, no, I'll come back to yeah. what I do for a job. Yeah. It's a comms issue. It, it is. really is because you're totally right. Mm. You've people who enjoy specials. Yeah. Have essentially been conditioned over whatever period of time mm. to think that this is top quality yeah. and you're experiencing something really special, yeah. which you are. Yeah. And the people down at the at the you know gumboot coffee yeah. end have been told repeatedly that that's where you belong. Get yourself a bag of budget instant for two bucks mm. and make yourself liters of of awful coffee. <laughs> but you're it, and it has and it's changed. Yeah. It's bringing two worlds together. It is. Two technologies and different markets mm. together and it's an education process that will take time mm. but i think a part of that is actually 
for both areas of like the top end and the low end. Yeah. It's just knocking down that that barrier. It is. Yeah. For and, sure. I, and I think you, you touched on it before, right? So let's let's not call it special yeah. instant. It's just instant. It's just instant coffee. Yeah. Take away the special, mm-hmm. the slight change in in, in language, yeah. and you get the the. They're the ones who wouldn't even look at specialty coming up, and then you have to work. You have to work with your existing base. You the ones that you do will, will brew. Will brew up a geisha at yeah. home on a on a V six zero Kalita. Yeah. You have to be like, this isn't about that being wrong. Yeah, totally. This is about a quality, delicious product yeah. which you love, yeah. served in a different yeah. way. Yeah, bang. I don't have anything to say to that except for it is all down to comms, and I think as well. Yeah, it's all down to how you how you sell it to somebody, how you write it to somebody at the same time. And I think that's one of the key, that's one of the key points I want to pick up from that is that there's, there's so much, there's so much more that brands and businesses I feel still need to learn when it comes to copywriting and when it comes to copy Mm. and how to sell something through an actual, just how to sell something just through words, right? Is the only way I can say it. So, yeah. Yeah, mm. I, th- I think I think that's that's totally true. Yeah. And I mean, if <laughs> we're, we're going to go going deep here, let's let's, let's go, go deep. man. I'm keen. This is let's go this deep. is great, this, man. This this comes back to to the way that selling and marketing is taught. Yes, whether formally or informally, yeah. right? Because yeah. at at your marketing 101, mm. it's all about the the four P's: you know, product, positioning, pricing, and and promotion. There you go. And we're getting schooled here, that people. Out. We're getting schooled. You're getting schooled. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Yo. I think I got a B in marketing 101. Hey, I don't know. Nice. So, so you get you think about your audience, yeah. which is crucial. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing that isn't taught is actually how is your promotion, your placement, your product, your positioning, all of that affecting yeah. the ones who aren't your audience. Yeah. And you actually need to keep in It's all well and good selling specialty coffee to people who want specialty coffee. Mm. And you can spend 30 years doing that. But as soon as you want to try something new, you've got a whole audience who you basically put the middle finger up to for the last 30 years. Because wow. no one thinks, yeah. I'm selling to you. Yeah. What's happening over here? I don't want these people, but I should probably be just keeping an eye on these people. How do they feel when I tell them yeah. this is what's happening? Yeah. You're excluded from this club. And oh, now we want you in our club. Oh, no, they're not coming. What? Wow, but that, bro, that's so not good. that's not taught. No, you know, there's no marketing one on one talking about that stuff. Wow, and to get there, I think it's a, it's a real maturity of marketing that maybe will come soon. Yeah, maybe it won't. Mm. Maybe you just have to do it the hard way, which maybe. is when it, when you do focus on your your market that you've basically abused. Yeah, so you true. Just have to do the hard, but it, but it, but it's all particularly things like like. Uh, Specialty coffee, but you see it in you know car market. Yeah, you see it in EVs. You see it in petrol cars, and they're trying to convince people to to move to that step. Mm. But I think you know they've done a not a great job recently mm. of of excluding the market who who own petrol cars and basically telling them you're trash. Yeah, you're killing the environment. <laughs> Everyone goes buy Tesla. You want your money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. So it's. Got a bit of a bee in my bonnet about that, right. but I mean, it comes, it comes, it comes down to marketing. It man. does. It comes down to the way what you're doing is impacting your audiences that you actually aren't thinking. Yeah, about. yeah. Wow, that's so true. That's amazing. And yeah, like I haven't even thought about it that way. You know, right? 
You, you see, you see it in you see it in other areas. I mean, it's just not marketing. You see it in the way policy is written. Yeah, right? yeah. The way the way policy writing is taught mm. is not how it should be taught. Yes, should be wow. should be a lens of comms and mm. uh, plain English and writing things for people to understand, yeah. not writing writing things that yeah. make you sound fancy, knowledgeable. Yeah, very epic. Yeah. but the, the the good ones who do it well yeah. have a have an open door. Yeah. And have a warm welcoming, they do. Um, warm and welcoming embrace. Yeah. Flight coffee mm. is one that really sticks out. Yeah, so true. Yeah, you walk into the hangar, yeah. it's like you're getting a big giant hug from everyone who's in there. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. You know, socially distanced. Yeah, but you know, like you walk in there yeah. and they and they make they make you feel welcome. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I've taken many people in there who haven't been into specialty, you have. and just yeah. based on the welcome you get and the barriers that I mean, you know, don't it blow smoke up your particular ass but i mean you you worked there you were one of the the the, the baristas there who really helped with this yeah. you know no, it's true yeah it's it's a great place it is yeah yeah and it is a very good place and i totally agree with you because yeah i think just to kind of touch on that point from myself as well yeah i think after working at the hangar um i i then had to check myself on like every other cafe that i would go into because I was half expecting the welcome and the hospitality as well to be exactly the same. But I suppose that's what makes the hangar so special. And I know so Mm. many people won't understand it because they'll come in, they'll have a look at the menu. There's um, three different espressos you can get. There's three different filter coffees you can get. You can get a fly to flat white, a fly to filter, coffee freeway, um, a cold drip, which is a completely different mm. world of coffee, a cold brew, a summer brown, an iced mocha, and everyone's like, there's too much going on. But then, yeah, and then this actually leads us perfectly back to the way that it's been taught and like words and stuff that you use to people, which is like, so what I always did was that I I actually got them to look away from the menu and got them to look at me so that I could talk them through what the menu was without pointing back at the menu and being like, look here, look there, look here, look there, look here. It's just like, no, if you actually talk to them and take the time to explain it, then they'll feel more comfortable looking at looking at the menu and like what is on offer. Um, yeah, totally. which is that whole kind of side to it. But wanting to... Totally. It, yeah, go on, go on. Well, another one who's excellent at yeah. this and yeah uh, i wrote about it on the blog a couple of months ago but logan down at mojo yes. logan collins logan if you're listening you're my he, next guest <laughs> oh yeah, yeah he is he is excellent mm. at that and his and and the mojo that he worked in down lampton key well does work in used to be right opposite my work that's, and it's um, um unlike the other mojo that's the beanery the beanery yeah that's the one i yeah yeah it's a, it's a little bit of a, I guess, a concept store, mm. right? Because you can get your usual Mojo coffee offering. You plus, you got the craziness of another world yeah. there. And Logan, without fail, and all of them actually, in, anyone who works mm. in there, probably under the guidance of, of Logan, has has really made a real big effort of doing exactly what you've just yeah. said, right? You know, it's like don't look in the menu. Yeah. What do you want? What do you want? Just removing the barriers yeah. in the language. Yeah. Have you tried something like exactly. this? Will that be tasty? Yeah, that's that's exactly it. And that's the points that I was just about to say. It's just like, that was one of the main things. It's just, hey, so is this your first time here? 
Yes, if mm. it is, say, so we're talking to a customer's come through the door for the first time. Hey, is it your first time here? Yes, it is. Beautiful. What kind of coffee would you usually drink at home is what I would always ask people because then you can get mm. a really good vibe of what they're like. If they turn around and say, I would drink like, I would drink like an instant coffee, then you're like, okay, cool. We'll keep you on like a flat white or like a latte, give you something that's kind of half a similar mouthfeel, like drinking experience at the same time, because you're most likely going to drop some milk into it just to kind of take off that acidity level. But if they come in and go, hey, I drink a French press at home, I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm like, we can get you onto some batch brews. I can make you an AeroPress. Hey, have you tried this? Have you tried this kind of coffee before? And then that's, and that's exactly what you're saying when it comes to Logan. Logan would do exactly the same thing. He'd be like, what kind of thing would you drink at home? What kind of flavors and that are you into? So, yeah. Mm. It's uh, it, it, absolutely. What I want to see now mm. is cafe selling instant. Yeah. You know, imagine someone walking in and be like, I usually drink instant at home mm. and be like, well, you can have an instant here. You can have it's going to be the here. best instant you have ever yeah. had. Yeah. Um, and here's a gateway drug into, it's, it's going to be the gateway drug into the big wide world, especially. And it that's really why is. I think it'll save specialty, yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. And, the, and I guess the other thing about specialty, right? Mm. Well, instant, I should say, yeah. is that you can whack some water in it and drink it. But I think, uh, again, not to blow smoke up your ass, <laughs> but your series last week or the week before yeah. uh, was amazing. It's new ways to to try. Yeah. And I think that kind of pushing pushing the, 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 the boundaries on what you can do with the product. Mm. Particularly instant, mm. we'll sell it to the instant, uh, sell it to the specialty people so, who are like, nah, instant's trash. Yeah. No, it's not. Look, like you said, you drink it cold. Yeah. It's delicious. Drink it cold. Drink it as a flat white. Yeah. It's delicious. Madness. You drink, and oh, <laughs> that flat white. I, <laughs> I, I was stunned. I was stunned. <laughs> bro, bro, I would never have thought no? to do Really? No, nah, I would never have thought. If you haven't, if you haven't checked it out, go check out. Go check out the Drummy Brewster's blog. He's a cool guy. I tell you what, uh, he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. <laughs> but steaming up milk and serving yeah. it like a flat white. Crazy. I would never have thought that. And it no. was insane. It was mad, eh? So yeah, young. really mad. And 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 I think as well, when I made that flat white, I made it with the flight coffee one. So the flight coffee, for those of you that don't know, the flight coffee instant is a geisha from Panama. So super, super like crazy um tastes amazing floralness fruits everywhere crazy 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 i personally probably wouldn't do it again with that particular instant just because it was too crazy it kind of like if you're not into geishas and crazy crazy coffees probably not the way to go but the first hand instant and the supreme instant really good if you want to mix it with milk especially the supreme just because theirs mm. is definitely a lot more acidic and quite a kind of darker tasting one so but yeah it absolutely blew my mind because i didn't even i didn't even know what it was right i didn't even know what it was going to be like um i was just like hey i'm just going to try this like i'm just going to like so i did one i think i did the soda that i that i got you onto mm. and you were like this yeah. is amazing um I kind of took that recipe, but I was just like, hey, I wonder if I made like an espresso style single origin like serve. So like where you'll do, where you'll have a espresso shot that's maybe like 35 to 40, 40 grams worth. So I was like, I'm just going to try it. And then, yeah, I did. And it was amazing. 
I get so many people that ask me so many questions and I get to meet such incredible people that I'm just like, man, these people, including yourself, can help me answer so many different questions. And just it then allows me to open up the conversations more. Like you say, like I'm excited about the people that I'm going to get on. Excited to to open up questions in uh, uh, in like a lot more detail and be able to talk about them more. Um, because on terms of Instagram and social media, TikTok, whatever it is, Facebook and that, it's great. But you're so limited uh, most of the time to what you can like share what you can say, like how many words you can put onto a post. And so, yeah, it's hard, but, but this is why totally. the podcast is great. Cause I can open up lots of different questions. And this is also what I'm trying to get across to people too. hear me. I've done an episode on this that will be released before this one where I do talk about how to bring a bit of a dream to life and put some plans in place. Cause of course plans are good. Having a schedule is good, but sometimes you just got to do it, right? You just got to yeah. get out there. You just got to put yourself out there get over yourself. This is what I touched on. You just got to get over yourself most of the time because at the end of the day, people are going to say yes, or they're going to say no, bro. Let's take a bit of a different, um, direction on these conversations just to finish it off. I suppose is, um, so yeah, let's talk about coffee gear because we've touched on it quite a bit with different like brewers and, um, yeah, different things that we love. So, um, yeah, I also want to apologize to yourself and maybe to your wife more so at the same time, just because I do feel like I have definitely encouraged and inspired is the word I'd like to use, <laughs> inspired, inspired yeah. you to buy different brewers, especially the origami dripper. I feel like I got the origami good is it? Um, and then, yeah, it wasn't until maybe like a couple of months after I got it that you were just like, bro, I brought one. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> let's talk about coffee gear for however long. Do it. But yeah, let's talk about it. Man, I love gear. Mm. That, the amazing thing about filtered coffee, mm. and, and and this is part of the rabbit hole. And the many, very the, deep rabbit hole. Oh, how It's the small things that can impact the flavor of coffee yeah. and and i never i never appreciated this when i first got into it yeah i thought water in coffee out easy as adjust the grind size Done and deal. that's all you had to play with yeah but you million variables yeah you give 100 people the same coffee mm-hmm. you got 100 different brews at the end of it because mm-hmm. everyone do something slightly different mm-hmm. that's what i love about the the wonderful world of brew gear yeah yeah Although when a new when a new a new one that you know is small and looks like a cone turns up, I'm like, what? And wife's like, what? Why do you have a new one of those? Like, nah, it's different. Trust me, it's different. Slightly different. This one's got slightly more air in it. Yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, no, 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 no. It means it brews faster. If it brews faster, it means yeah. water's less. And that's like all of the stuff. And yeah, man, I love the origami. Stuff. Yeah, it's good. Egg. I've not, I've not mastered it. No. I'm far from mastering mm. the origami. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's a I haven't had a terrible brew out of it. Yeah, same. Like it makes consistently good brews. It does. Yeah, yeah. It definitely. And every does. now and then you hit that unicorn brew. Yeah. Ah, like, oh, and you just what you I just do? get it right, and you're like, holy! You're like, yeah. this is amazing, bro. I've actually started using um for my origami. I've started using the Kalita um paper mm. filters, and I have to say, um, it definitely took me a couple of brews to get used to it. Um, but yeah, now that I have, um, I like. The thing that I love the most about using the Kalita paper filters with the origami is that I now tend to brew a couple more blends on it 
or like a couple of darker roasted coffees just because the Kalita Wave paper filters does slow the brew down quite a decent bit compared to what the normal um, paper filters you can get for the origami or if you're using a V60 paper filter, it slows it down heaps. So it just, it kind of still leaves you with that really nice, like typical rounded a rounded body that you'd get from a blend or a darker roasted cup coffee, like those deeper, deeper flavor notes. So if you can get some of the paper filters for the Kalita, use it on there. You, yeah, so good. Um, but I, have, I haven't tried them on the origami. It's going to open a, a new doors. Yeah, that I mean, even and this and this is something that blew my mind. Mm. Right, mm-hmm. the V sixty filters. Yeah, you can get them in a box, yeah. or you can get them in a plastic yeah. uh, covering, and they are different filters. They are different. And filters. They taste different. Yeah, they're different so filters. My, my, what my origami journey so far has been like is this a box v60 or a plastic bag v60 <laughs> just playing with that so i'll definitely i'll definitely try the yeah the origami but i um i tried the fellow the fellow has a brewer yeah they i can't do. remember what it's called the stag it's the stag. the stag yeah that's the one the fellow that stag magically came to my mind yeah with, nice oh uh, is it is no is it, it i is don't know it is the stag is it okay? It is let's say it is. But I mean that. I mean that's a flat bottom brewer yep. like the origami. Mm. But because of its shape, yeah, it's slightly skinnier. It's mm. not a cone. It's skinny. It's a. It's another brew again. Yeah, it's a different way of different way oh. of brewing. Yeah. See, my my brew gear obsession doesn't just. It's not yeah. just for brewers. Eh? Nah, it's, it's not. Uh, a... <laughs> nah, it, you got to just got to collect and try yeah. and have a blast, and that's it. you might end up with a siphon that you don't use because. <laughs> hard there'll be tons of that in your cupboard but it's yeah. it's worth it's worth a home mm. but this this actually leads to a question i'm gonna ask you what's your what's your favorite if you had to if you had to recommend one brewer out of the yeah. world of brewers you've had yeah for someone who is entering into this wonderful world yeah one brewer what would you do Whoa. bro i would say and I know this sounds like a bit of a cop-out answer, but it's really not. I would say the V60, hands down, the V60 all the time. Just because I feel like the V60 is really easy to master and is also very easy time and time and time again to get a very consistent brew. Like no matter what you change, really, you know, even if you wake up one morning completely dazed over, don't know what you're doing, no, you haven't quite kind of woken up yet. You accidentally grind your coffee too coarse or too fine. I feel like the beautiful thing with the V60 is that it just it just makes you a nice coffee every time. Like, yes, you could, as I said, make your grind size a bit wrong. So it might not be too to where you like spot on want your taste to be, but you're still going to know that you're going to get quite a nice coffee and super easy to use. It's just it's just one it's just one yeah. vessel, right? You you can put it on top of a mug, a glass, a keep cup, um, whatever you've got that you can brew some liquid into, you can put it on top of that. And then you just need your paper filter and that's it, done. You know? Done. Like yeah. That's a great answer. Yeah, because it's just it's just so easy to use. It's I would say the most accessible. Um the most accessible brewer when it comes to manual brews, just because it doesn't look scary, you know, like mm. for someone for the very first time to have a look at, to have a look at like a siphon 
a yep. AeroPress, or even the origami. The origami more so, I think, would freak people out because they're like, whoa, what the heck? Like, it looks really cool, but it's just like, what do I do with this? Like, what yep. kind of paper filters do I use? So, yeah, but the V60, hands down, will always be um, the brewer that I'd recommend to anyone starting out. Anyone. Yeah, I love that. Mm. And I love that. And I love the V60. Let's talk about the comps. So obviously the, you have been you've been to a couple of the comps. You've even competed in a comp, hey? Oh, bro. Yeah. That was awesome. Let us know about it. Let us know about it. Uh 2019 yeah. New Zealand Aeropress Champs. Yes. Holy smokes. What a what a journey. Yeah. So yeah, man, I've been I've been keeping an eye on the area press chance for a while cool. and I wanted to do it when it was in Wellington, but I couldn't do it the year. Yeah. And then they moved it out to Auckland. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm doing it. Do it. So I, like, I, I entered, hooned up to Auckland. It's a pre-COVID world, of course, um, yep. and had an absolute blast of a time. Love Coffee it. Supreme so good. set it up and Epic. had a party atmosphere. So for the for the people who don't know about these champs, it's not like any other coffee champs, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, you know, the the barista champs are formal and a little bit sterile yep. and it's all about perfection and, yep. it, and it should be. Mm-hmm. It's not a criticism. Yeah. No. The Aeropress champs is about fun and yeah. taste. Yeah. And it was a hell of an atmosphere. And it turned out and, you know, they, they supply everything, mm-hmm. right? But you can you bring your own Aeropress yeah. and, and, and some scales. But they've got they've got jugs and water and grinders. Nice. He, I, I point behind me. I don't have a grinder <laughs> behind me. <but> yeah. <laughs> when you're on the stage, you're like, the grinder's right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But, you know, they had EK43 grinders, right? These are top, some of the best grinders in the world. Epic. They had them there. Yeah. People were bringing their own EK43s. Wow. They were chucking, what, the $2,000, $1,500? Yeah. Like, in a plane and flying up for for this. I was, like, Crazy. blown away. And, I, and I'm a home brewer, right? I've yeah. never been a professional coffee anything. Yeah. And I turn up, my bro, we're in this, like, tennis club, and the atmosphere is cool. Yeah. And I'm just a little bit nervous and having a, a parrot dog beer. Nice. Oh, this is nice. Nice. And there are people sorting through their beans, right? You get your bag of beans and they're like getting, making sure that the ones that they're brewing with are uniform in size. It's all about the consistency. The and then they toss out the ones that don't meet their criteria. And yeah. I was like, whoa, this is. That's too much, man. That is, I wasn't planning on that. Yeah, bro, so that's too much. Competition comes, right? Yeah. And um, the guys from Coffee Supreme. Yeah. Who I'd seen in Wellington, right? Yeah. They'll just, they'll just bring me beer. Nice. Right? That was bringing me beer. So <laughs> get on stage. I had my headphones on. Yeah, yeah. And I was just blasting some house. Nice. It's like, and just like brewing beers and then a brewing coffee, yeah. I should say. And then I bring beers. up another beer. Brewing beers. Brewing, just like, beer. So by the time I came to came to my heat, I was <laughs> probably six or seven beers in. Nice. And I was like, I mean, this is just a blast. And I, and I made it. I was like, won that first round. The guy next to me was... Real nice guy, but he, he was one of the ones. He was a professional. Yeah. He brought his own EK43. He just looked at me because I was just like, Did he? Brewing. Yeah, man. And they're like, Oh. <laughs> oh this, yeah, this is great for a visual medium. Mate. Yeah, it is. Uh, like, for an audio medium. Me just going, <laughs> All right. So putting my finger in the air. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm going, yeah. Like I'm brewing. So, but <laughs> that, that, so I got, I got through to the quarterfinals. Yeah. And, uh, and then I didn't make it. Yep. Didn't make it past the quarters, cool. but I got to brew twice. Nice. And uh, I was trying to go for fan favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a blast. And it was such so a good. an amazing atmosphere. Yeah. So I've been I've been on board the, the, the Aeropress Champs train for a cool. while and fortunate enough to 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 interview uh, the winners yeah, man. of That's the New Zealand cool. one this year for the yeah. blog. Yeah, very cool. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, and and they are ready for the World Aeropress Champs, which are yeah. happening on Saturday, the fifth of March this year. A few a few days away. Yeah. Wow, it is too. Today so is that's either at the day of recording two days time this, it's the third of March. So yeah, it is. Wow. So by the time this comes out, um, the comps will be over, and yeah. that, and because of COVID, mm. it's uh, virtual for the first time. Yeah. Wow. So they've sent up coffee to all the all the winners. Yeah. And third wave water. Cool. So everyone can use the same water, nice. and then the winners have to they have to come up with a recipe. Yeah. That is both tasty. Yeah. And easy for the the baristas in um, Melbourne to brew, so it's a double edged whammy. Wow, so it's about okay. Tasty coffee, yeah. And easy recipe. Wow. And they send them in, and on Saturday, uh, or in the past on YouTube, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, they'll brew it up, have a taste, and it's going to be cool. So yeah. I've got a got a, a little preview coming out tomorrow morning. Epic, nice, bro. Or I'm excited. Go for that. go back to themagicroast.com, and you'll yeah. be able to you'll be able to see it, and hopefully yeah. a recap of it too. Epic. I'm trying to. Try get to have a chat with the winner once it's announced. But the yeah, cool, cool, this yeah. is cool. This yeah. is cool. I can talk about Aeropress all day. So you got the got the winner of uh, of the of the Aeropress champs this year is uh, Alex Escobar. Yeah, uh, which is awesome. But because it's virtual this year, they mm. kind of ran they ran like a wild card competition yeah. for three other positions. Yeah, it's like guess the beans in the Aeropress, and uh, and the guy who got he got a guy who got third this year yeah. in the New Zealand champs mm. won an entry. No way. And, and I can't remember his last name. Oh, no. Um, and but he's, so we've got two. Guyan, I think his last, however you say yes. it. Guyan. Yep, that'll be it. Yeah. 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 So Absolute he's, legend, he's, by the he's, way. Uh, he's there with Alex. And uh, so, so we've got good. two New Zealanders in it. It's going to be, yeah, but that's the cool thing about the Aeropress. Yeah. Party atmosphere. Yeah. It's going to be It's going to be a good time. Bro, it's amazing. I love that. Bro, let's quickly touch on um, let's quickly touch on the New Zealand barista champs. So you went to those um, last year when they happened, which was great. Uh, you got you've done a little blog about it too, and also guys that are listening to this, um, Ant's blog will be in all of the show notes and links and stuff will be in there. So no worries about trying to find it. Just click the links down below. Um, but yeah, let's quickly talk about the New Zealand barista champs. So they're a thing. Of course, and similar to the Aeropress champs, the winner gets to go off and do an international trip and represent New Zealand. But I'm not sure if the international trips are happening this year. eh? are they doing those kind of? I think virtual? they are sometime this year. Are no, they? They're doing it in person sometime cool. this mm. year. But yeah, that was that was that was a trip. Yeah, because it was it was in 2020. I yes. first reached out to Logan Collinge. Yeah, and um, I knew he was competing, mm-hmm. and he he spent some time with me talking about his his experience in the Barista Champs yeah. and competing and stuff. Yeah, and he he let me in behind the scenes, which was cool. So okay. during his his practice runs down at uh, the Mojo head, um, headquarters, mm. um, he'd be running through his routine, and I'd I'd be there, yeah. and I got to try all his all his uh, preparations and his signature drink Sick. and. And understand what he was going through. I was really honoured and humbled to, yeah. for that he let me in. So cool. And then COVID happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything right. put on ice, delayed a year, and then it was it was run last last year. Mm. The twenty twenty version was run in twenty twenty one. Logan yeah. was competing again, and it was in, in Upper Hut. Yeah, and I got to hoon up there and cool. and watch it. It was such a, it's a really cool event. Yeah, um, cool. I didn't know what to expect because I you know. Not competing and not mm. being a barista mm. and, and and not having that the background and actually making coffee for a living. Yeah, I'd, uh, I was I was really intrigued to see how it be 
how it would be grown. Yeah. Um, and it really blew me away. And it blew me away for a couple of reasons. One, it's just really welcoming for anyone off the street, cool. actually. It, it's really cool. Nice. And two, the effort. Yeah. The absolute effort that the competitors go to, to source a coffee, yeah. to understand a coffee, yeah. to get deep into it. I, I always just thought it was guys who slung shots, rocking <laughs> up, sling another shot. Like, you know, that was my naivety coming yeah. into it. And, yeah. it was, and you know, it's uh, ignorance yeah. of the, the art of, of making coffee. And yeah. I just thought it was these jokers having a laugh. Yeah. And it really, it really blew me away in the innovative uh, ways that they look at it. Yeah. The, the ways that they work with farmers. Yeah, right to come up with different ways of fermenting coffee that means that they'll be able to make a particular drink on this date. Like, oh, I think both both Louise um, and Logan and, yeah. and probably all the other, Frank from Frank's Coffee. Yeah, yeah. I think they'd, they'd all been to origin. Yeah. They'd they all been to the place where their coffee was from. Yeah. I mean, that's, this is for a competition. Right? Yeah, I know, right? There's so much that goes into it. Blew me away, and I came away from that really, really just excited about nice. the the state of the of the industry and a really uh, a, a new respect um, for the art, mm. and it is an art because mm, I mean, any any dude like me can pull a shot, yeah, but it'll <laughs> suck, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to actually get a nice tasting shot yeah. and be able to pull a hundred a day, yeah, that tastes the same in the morning as it does at night, yeah. It's a skill level that I, I would I I never appreciated until I saw that. So yeah. recommend anyone who who is close to either attending an event or actually just watching the world event online on YouTube. Mm. It's really crazy. Cool, really crazy. Yeah, hats off to uh, the New Zealand Specialty Coffee Association too. Yeah, who, who puts on that event? Yeah, nice, bro. Um, it was hard last year. Yeah, and it was a- hard this year, and mm. it'll be hard next year. And they do an amazing. <laughs> yeah an amazing job they really do they really do because there's because there's so much that they have to do and so and like so many steps they have to go through with all like the different companies and stuff they use that make the event happen you know yeah. so yeah hats off to those yeah. guys and, big time. and and hats off actually mm. to anyone in the in the cafe scene in the mm. coffee scene yeah in the hospital scene at the moment yeah totally. um because it, it is it is tough and i think this year is going to be tougher than the lockdown years. Yeah. And because yeah. people are scared. Yeah, that's up. You know, don't want to, don't want to bring this down, but I mean, nah, but COVID's it, yeah. changed everything, right? It, yeah, it really has. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't been in the city for five weeks. Wow. And I'm not likely to go in for another five weeks, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it means I'm not going to, I'm not going to see Logan. Yeah. I'm not going down to New Chapter. Yeah. I'm not going down to, 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 to Mojo. I'm yeah. not, I'm not spending my money like I would. That's up. And mm. and these people working, grafting hard with yeah. you know, with you know, some, you know, that jobs are hard, right? Yeah. Working in a cafe every day is hard, so and now hard. on top of that, uncertainty about yeah. what the future holds. Yeah. And I think it's a hats off to, and I recommend it. And like everyone who's going to tune into this will be spending the money mm. at cafes. But mm. oh man, just make a special trip, yeah, or Honestly, buy, go, go go jump online and buy some beans yeah. from your local roastery. Yeah. You know, I got some beans from Vanguard today. Nice. Got some coming from first hand next week. I mean, cool. just just look, spend your money, yeah. please. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just please. Alrighty, bro. Well look, um, it's been super good talking to you. Uh thanks so much for your time and your input. 
Um, thank you for being open with us and letting us know about yourself and your journey and the magic roast and everything else. So yeah, but before you go, before we sign off, leave us with some words of wisdom and also how can we find you online? Uh, well, check me out, themagicroast.com. Yeah. It'll take me to my blog, which is living over at Substack, themagicroast.substack.com. But yeah, go to themagicroast.com. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on the old Instas, nice. the Magic Roast. You'll be able to find me. Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Every now and then, I'll even throw something up on LinkedIn nice. if I'm desperate oh, LinkedIn. for uh, okay. <laughs> desperate for clicks. <laughs> but yeah, MagicRoast.com. That's where, that's where I'm at, where you cool. can find me. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm just floating about. Cool. I'll be lurking in comment sections. You as will well. be. Yeah. Words of, words of wisdom are Give keeping it us, an open mind. Nice. Keep an open mind yeah. and an open palate to everything yeah and you'll be rewarded so good epic bro i love that cool man well thank you once again for your time appreciate your input um yeah peace out thanks for having me all good bro. pleasure's been mine peace peace